Lads, lasses, country, punting masses, welcome, welcome to Better and the Better Halves, NFL Rap and more, Monday night podcast, the day after Boxing Day, the day after Christmas festivities, and boy, what a long, long Christmas period it was, very tiring Christmas period, Overtired last night from Boxing Day, absolutely had enough. What's happened over Christmas period? What's happened for Christmas period for you? We'd like to know what's happened. Good Christmas stories, bad Christmas stories. Everyone's got either. We'll put them up, the question up for the podcast next Sunday night for the Better and the Better Halves Week 17 of the NFL. Yes, there's only two weeks to go. We're going to get into week 16, the games that mattered very, 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 very shortly. First, we'd like to say that Carols by Candlelight was on Thursday night. We were very uh, half impressed with that one. Half impressed. It's slowly starting to get worse. Did not put the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation movie on at the normal time of like 8 o'clock, what is going on with putting National Lampoon's National Vacation at 8 o'clock? That is not a Christmas movie whatsoever. Not a Christmas movie. Don't even give me Die Hard as a Christmas movie. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. If you spend all your time being chased by Alan Rickman in the movie, it is a Harry Potter movie. Plain and simple as that. Also, we've got to tell you that the Bird album, remember that Bird album? It's dropped 10 places, the Bird album, this week to number 13. There's those bird noises featured on that album. I can't remember what the album's called, but all of Twitter has probably already bought that album and they don't have it anymore. So let's get on to the scores from week 16. The games that mattered from week 16, the Giants have been eliminated, along with a few other teams. We'll go through those. 10, they scored the New York Giants, Philadelphia 34 for the Giants. It is a very tired episode tonight, ladies and gentlemen, so you have to bear with me. Glennon, 17 from 27, 93 yards. He's about as tired as I am. One touchdown, one interception. For the Eagles, Hurts, 7 for 29, 199 yards, two touchdowns. For the Giants, 2-8 without Daniel Jones since 2019. The only team to score 10 points or less in the first half of every game this season. That's the longest since the 2005 Jets. They've lost 10-plus games for five straight seasons, and they've done that seven of the last eight seasons now. Their top two receiving yards players have not scored a touchdown, and that's happened for the first time since the Green Bay Packers did it in 1974. Now the Rams take over top spot in the NFC West after beating Minnesota 30-23 with Stafford. Not very impressive though. If you're relying on on the Rams to win your Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford, I'd be very scared if I was you. 21 from 37, 197 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions, mind you. So really Minnesota had the better of it. As far as I'm concerned, looking at the box scores, Michael, 27 carries, 131 yards, one touchdown, cup, 10 receptions, 109 yards. For the Vikings, Cousins, 27 from 38, 315 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Jefferson, eight receptions, 116 yards. For the Rams, Matthew Stafford's 11th win ties him for a career-best 11-5 in 2014 when he played with Detroit. 
4-0 in December after going 0-3 in November. They made the Super Bowl in 99 and 2001 undefeated in December. 43-0 leading at halftime since 2017. 15-1 scoring a touchdown in either of their first two drives since 2020 and 6-9 with zero touchdowns. For the Vikings, that's the 12th straight game decided by eight points or less. Tied second longest streak since 1940. All eight losses by eight points or less. All but one of all the 15 games decided by eight points or less. And that's tied the most since 1970 with the 2015 Rams and the 1994 Giants who both missed the playoffs. That's not a good omen for the Vikings. Buffalo 33, New England 21, I believe. These two have swept the series for, I think it's been seven years in a row. Well, that ended this season. For the Bills, Allen 30 from 47, 314 yards, three touchdowns. McKenzie 11 receptions, 125 yards and a touchdown. For the Patriots, Jones 14 from 32, 145 yards, two interceptions. And Harris 18 carries, 103 yards, three touchdowns. The Bills have scored 30-plus points in nine games for an 8-1 record and 0-4 when they score 16 points or less. The last 16 wins by 10-plus points, the longest streak in the league since 1950. 17-2 when Josh Allen has one-plus passing touchdown or one-plus rushing touchdown in the first quarter. 11-1 when Josh Allen has 10-plus carries. 30-plus points for the 18th time since 2020. And they did that 17 times in the past five seasons. For the Patriots, Mac Jones is 0-4, allowing 25-plus points. Tampa Bay knocked out Carolina from the playoffs race. They're gone, 32-6. For the Buccaneers, Brady, 18 from 30, 232 yards, one touchdown. The um, Brown, 10 receptions, 101 yards. Oh, he shouldn't be playing. He should have got the sack uh, three weeks ago. And that'll come back to bite them. The Panthers, Donald, 15 from 32, 190 yards for the Buccaneers. 11-plus wins in consecutive seasons for the first time in history. Won three straight versus the Panthers for the first time since 2002. 21-0, tied or leading at first half since 2020. Tom Brady, 69-17 and 17 in December. They've scored 30-plus points for the ninth time this season. That's the most in team history. For the Panthers, yes, it's Cam Newton. 13th straight loss as a Panthers starter. We all know when he last won. That was against Tampa Bay way back in, I think it was about 2018. At 3-17 with one-plus interception since 2018. Matt Rule is in trouble. 10-21, the worst start as a Panthers coach in their first two seasons. 0-20, allowing 22-plus points since 2020, and only Jacksonville is worse with 0-26. They lost to the Jets today. We're not even going to bother covering that game. Lost 10 of the last 12 after starting 3-0. Allowed 25-plus points for five straight games. They've beaten one team over 500 this season, and that's when Kyler Murray and Hopkins did not play for the Cardinals. They beat Arizona. The LA Chargers put in a shocker. 29 to Houston, 41 for the Chargers. Herbert, 27 from 33, 336 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. For the Texans, Mills, who's very underrated, 21 from 27, 254 yards, two touchdowns. And Burkhead, 22 carries, 149 yards, two touchdowns. 
The Chargers are three and seven when Justin Herbert has one giveaway in the season, five and zero with zero giveaways, and they've allowed 21 plus points, third, uh, 300 plus total yards in 11 straight games. That is some sort of record. Baltimore 21, Cincinnati 41. Didn't do too bad with a third string quarterback, but it was just their their fifth string defense is useless. Ravens, Johnson, 28 from 40, 304 yards, two touchdowns, interception. Andrews, eight receptions, 125 yards, one touchdown for the Bengals. Burrow, 37 from 46, 525 yards, if you don't mind, and four touchdowns. Higgins, 12 receptions, 194 yards, two touchdowns. And Chase, seven receptions, 125 yards. Now, the Ravens have lost six versus the Bengals, when both teams are over 500, they last beat the Bengals in that situation in week 17, 2011. They were probably resting everyone. Lost four straight for the first time in the Lamar Jackson era. They last lost they last lost four straight in weeks 4 to 7, 2016. Allowed 400 plus total yards for the fifth time this season. Allowed 30 plus points for the sixth time this season. That's the most since 1996. And for the Bengals, they are 57-6-2, scoring 25 points since 2011. 30-plus points for the sixth time this season. That's the most since 2015. Pittsburgh are teetering on the edge of elimination. 10 to Kansas City, 36. For the Steelers, Roethlisberger, 23 from 35, 159 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Mahomes, 23 from 30, 258 yards, three touchdowns for the Chiefs. The Steelers are 0-6 when Ben Roethlisberger has one-plus giveaway this season. That's 7-1 with zero interceptions. Allowed 27-plus points in five of the last eight games. They only did that twice in the previous 19 games. For the Chiefs, they're 10-2 with one-plus takeaway this season. 1-2 with zero takeaways. 27-5 scoring a touchdown on first offensive possession since Week 17, 2017. 1-8 straight after starting 3-4. Patrick Mahomes is 17-2 in December. And 34-plus points in four of the last six games. That's twice in the previous 15. They did that before that. Now, Dallas rocked up to Washington and blew them out of the water. 56-14, or I believe it was Dallas. Washington rocked up to Dallas and just enjoyed the scenery. That's all they did. For Washington, Heineke, 7 from 22, 121 yards, 1 touchdown, 2 interceptions. For the Cowboys, Prescott, 28 from 39, 330 yards, 4 touchdowns. The Cowboys scored the most points in the game since they belted San Francisco with 59 points in, in Week 6, 1980. Dak Prescott is 9-1 versus Washington and he's 1-5 straight. They're 9-0 when scoring first. 5-0 versus the NFC this season. That's the best since 1998 when they went 8-0. Yes, you can ask me why 8-0, because Arizona played in that division. 42 first-half points tied for the best team, tied for best in team history since 1969. 35-plus points for the first half for the second time this season. None in the previous 20 seasons. First repeat NFC East champion since Philadelphia did it in between 2001 and 2004. Fourth time, top, uh, fourth time top two in scoring and top offense since 1970. And they made the Super Bowl in the last three occasions 
they had that stat, the top two in scoring and the top two in total offense. Washington have lost 13 of the last 18 versus Dallas. The odds now go Kansas City $5, but they're equal favorite with Green Bay, who will probably get in it but won't win it, and that's what most of the world wants to see, along with Tampa Bay and one other team that they want to see from the NFC get in but don't want to see them win. Uh, can't remember that one right now. Probably Los Angeles because the, the Rams, because the media's been on them all year. It drives me nuts. Oh, no, Kelly Stafford. That's right. We want to see her throw a soft bagel at someone in the crowd. $10 to Buffalo, $15 to New England, $19 to Indianapolis and Tennessee. The over-under win totals, we are now 10 and 9. 10 and 9, considering these, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 teams cashed in this week. San Francisco, under 10 and a half. They won. Uh, the LA Rams, under 10 and a half. They lost. Tennessee over nine and a half won on Thursday. We had Washington over eight and a half lost today. We had the Las Vegas Raiders over seven and a half win. We had Carolina over seven and a half lose. And the Giants over six and a half. They also lost. Which gives us a total of 10 and 9 with 13 teams to go. 10 and 9, cutting it pretty closely right there. I believe that's even money, isn't it? 10 and 9 money back. Oh, each. We'll see what happens now. Now, these 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 teams are teetering on the edge with two weeks to go. Kansas City under 12 and a half. Buffalo under 10 and a half. Miami over 9 and a half, but they play tomorrow. Denver, Minnesota, and Pittsburgh over eight and a half. So these teams have still got to survive or dump. Kansas City have won something like eight in a row, and Buffalo's, uh, Miami has won six in a row. Five times ten, the power minus one. Tampa Bay under 11 and a half. Indianapolis and New England over nine and a half. Chargers over eight and a half. Atlanta over seven and a half. Houston, would you still believe, is still in it. The worst team in the league they're supposed to be under four and a half. 3.33 times 10 to the power minus 1. New Orleans play tomorrow over 8.5. The NBA, just the three teams still in there. $14 to Miami, 41 to Memphis, 71 to Washington. With the last game we did have was the Christmas Day game between New York and Atlanta. With New York minus 7.5, we did win that. They won by 14, 101 to 87. Which gives us a total of 12 and 7 in sports this month. We'll get to that later on. Now, the EPL, I did put up a piece on the Kick Down the Corridor Facebook page if you're into that. But don't forget, that brand's going to change soon. We'll probably tell you about that next Sunday on the podcast. Manchester City now six sits six points ahead of both Liverpool and Chelsea with 47 points. Though Liverpool, Liverpool has a game to spare. Did you know in nine of the last 12 seasons and, and 17 of the and 12 of the last 17 seasons, the Christmas table leader has won the Premier League trophy. This only happened three times in the first 12 Premier League seasons as it's known today. Manchester City made history last season becoming the lowest team at Christmas to win the trophy from eighth place. 
the lowest since Arsenal came from sixth place in 1997-98. Only five teams have come from fourth place or lower at Christmas to win the trophy, with Manchester United doing it three times. Manchester United are currently seventh, 20 points behind, with three games in hand, though, to spare. They play overnight, I believe, against Newcastle. That should be a win. Reduce that to 17 points. But because of the dreaded... They're two games behind Manchester City, sitting on top. Now, December rolls on. We've only got four or five days left in December. We'll get over Christmas. We'll get over New Year's. And uh, slowly, anyway, it's getting very tiring. We're 12 and 7, plus 26.3% ROI in front in sports with four days to go. We'll see what we got for the page tomorrow. That would be the Kick Down the Corridor Patreon page, which is also changing brands to match up with what you're listening to now, which is what we're going to try and do. <coughs> Amalgamate this whole thing and make it all just one name and get in real good for our going into our ninth year, heading into our, yes, ninth year, we'll be nine years old, we've been doing this kick down the corridor page on Facebook on New Year's Eve, would you believe? So it'll be its birthday on New Year's Eve. You didn't know that? Nine years old, kick down the corridor on Facebook will be uh, come New Year's Eve. So it's having two parties. It'll celebrate New, New Year and it will have itself a present for New Year's Eve. So good on the page. And then we'll rebrand it, do everything for the new year. We'll let you know what's going on there if you're on that page as well. We're also on the Insta. We're going to rebrand the Insta as well. And the Patreon kick down the corridor as well. We'll rebrand everything to call it better and the better half <clears throat> to go with the podcast. Which, of course, now is finishing up. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends, your neighbours, your pets all about this podcast. You can hear it on Anchor. You can hear it on Spotify. And a lot of people have got Spotify. Easy to do. And uh, very, very tiring Christmas period. So we'll see you Sunday for the Better and the Better Half program. And we'll probably be still pretty shabby from New Year's. So thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll see you Sunday night.